Hello, Fempreneurs, and welcome back to another episode of the Fempreneur Marketing Podcast. My name is Lindsay Berry, and I'm so excited to share with you more today in session two about how to share your super clear message on Instagram. So today we're going to talk about you actually sharing your unfair advantage stories. We call them unfair advantages in Fempreneur Marketing School because the things that have happened to you, the bad and the good, the bad, the good, and the ugly, the good, the bad, and the ugly, however they say that, all that stuff is unique to only you. So it is your unfair advantage over the competition. It's also that that really um, powerful way for you to build a true relationship, a true connection with others. So if you don't share that stuff, guess what? You're missing out on the opportunity to build those relationships, to capitalize on your unfair advantage. So we're going to talk about that we're going to talk about combining those stories with everything we talked about last week. So we talked a lot about the visual aspect of marketing last week, but there it takes a lot of mindset, a lot of mindset shifts to get comfortable doing the visual side of the branding and the marketing that I was talking about last week. So if you didn't listen to last week's episode, I'm going to do a quick recap here, but you need to go back and listen to it. There is so much meat in last week's episode, which is number 59. So quick recap, and then we're going to build on it. So we were talking again uh, last week and this week, we're talking about how to share your super clear message on Instagram. So we talked about last week, very specifically, I was talking to a lot of you in the beauty industry because what you do is visual. Um, I mean, obviously it has deeper effects than just being visual, but the cool thing of of the beauty, uh, the coolest thing about the beauty industry is it's so easy to market. It's like the easiest industry to create marketing campaigns around. It's because you can show what you do. You can show before and after pictures. So we talked about the need for you, the craftswoman, to be front and center in the marketing. So if you are the hairstylist, if you are the beautician, um, maybe you're a chef and you make food, maybe you own a restaurant, maybe you own a bar, anything like that, your face needs to be in the marketing because it's not just about the products. It's not just about the clients and the customers. It's about you, the person making it all happen. So don't be shy. Get your face out there. My favorite way to do this lately is using, I have a Samsung phone, so I use the hyperlapse feature in my camera and it doesn't record any sound. It just records a really sped up version of what's happening. So you can prop it up. I often forget that my phone's there (laughs) for like three, five, 10 minutes. And I'm like, oh crap. And I go back over and it's shortened it up to like a 30 second clip. So it just speeds it all up on fast forward. It's really fun to watch because you can see everything that's going on, but it doesn't take a lot of time and people are busy. So it's a really cool way for them to get a glimpse of what you're doing. It doesn't record sound, so it doesn't matter what kind of weird things are being said. Um, It's really awesome. So that's the first uh, point that I wanted to recap from last week. And the second thing was you've got to ditch the concerns about being in front of the camera. You've got to ditch that camera shyness because camera shyness is not a condition. It's not an actual illness. It's not something that has been ingrained into you to the point where you can't remove it. Camera shyness is actually just a bad habit. It's like it's like overeating or um, having a bad habit of eating chocolate before bed and then staying up all night. It's not serving you. It's not helping you. And it's something you can correct because you are in charge of your mind. You are in charge of what goes on upstairs in your brain. So you need to rewire your brain and you can do that. 
So it is a bad habit. You have to ditch it because camera shyness is going to stop you from doing what you've set out to do in this world of being an entrepreneur. And that is changing lives. You can't change nearly as many lives if you don't get out there on camera. So we're going to talk more and more about that today. Um, and a big part of what we talked about last week, which I just want to touch on because I want to really set the stage for, for today's topic is again, that mindset piece. And you've got to go back and listen to last week's episode if you missed it. Um, but I'm just going to touch on this here. So this question of who are you to share your knowledge with the world? Is there some voice in your head that asks you that question from time to time? Who are you? Who are you to do that? Who are you to put your phone up and point it at your face and talk like you know stuff? Who are you to do that? You're just Susie. You're just Jennifer. You're just Megan. You're just Monica. You're just a regular person. That's that's like that's what the Oprahs of the world do. Who are you to try to do that? Okay, so that voice that's saying that kind of shit to you is lying to you. So you don't have to be the expert to be an expert. I was actually just writing about this in my book um, yesterday. I was writing. Um, it's interesting because I, I definitely have talked about that before. Um, I talked about it a little bit in my last book, but the way that I'm looking at it is different. And this is another plug for those of you who are considering writing a book or maybe have written a book and you're thinking, okay, it's been two, three, four years, time to write another book. Yes, 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 yes. Because the way you look at things will change because of the life experiences you've had, because of the new people that have come into your life, the new books you've read, the new podcasts you've listened to, and you have a moral obligation to share that stuff with the world. Okay. Um, not going to talk about you writing books anymore, but I do think it's amazing. So consider it. Um, so you don't have to be the expert to be an expert. So who are you to share your knowledge? Who are you not to share your knowledge is the question that I want you to have in the tip of your tongue when that voice starts going through your head. Who am I not to share this? I have a moral obligation to share what I know. I don't have to have all the answers. There are people out there that don't know what I know. Those are the things you're going to tell yourself, okay? And so when you are out there as, say, a hairdresser, because I am also a hairdresser, I don't do any marketing for my hairdressing business, although I, I must say I'm tempted to sometimes because I think marketing hairdressing is so fun. And sometimes I get to create some really cool hairdos and I want to show it off. But because I have such a small amount of time to do hair, I don't do that. Um, but when you are doing people's hair and you are teaching your Instagram audience about different ways to do quick updos or cool new braids, or maybe you're just showing the different color formulations that you're using um, and different, uh, you know, highlighting techniques, whatever it is that you're doing, you should be doing that because you know stuff. And there could be hairstylists out there that are struggling and don't know the things you know, and you want to go out there and you want to share what you have with the world. You don't want to be one of those people who's like, mm, that's my knowledge. Mm, I had to work so hard to learn that. I'm not sharing that with anybody. That is not the kind of mentality that's going to help you grow a community. And ultimately, if you don't have a community of people that like you and trust you and want to learn from you, you're going to have a really hard time maintaining your clientele over the years because people are not attracted to those who are protective and untrustworthy of others. They're attracted to people who give freely of their knowledge and who are building relationships with the people around them. Okay. Relationships are key. Marketing when done correctly is building relationships. Okay. It's not just getting someone to buy something because guess what? Getting someone to buy something once is not going to change your life and it's not going to change their life. Getting them to become a community member, to keep coming back, to keep 
engaging with the other members of the community, community, that's what changes lives. And that's what can result in you having exponentially higher income and from multiple sources. And I'm going to get into that in my book. So make sure to check it out. It's called We Should Be Friends. It drops August 23rd. The pre-order is available right now until August 1st. You can get a copy of the book, a signed copy of the book, and a ticket to my launch party happening October 1st, all for only $25 until October 1st, and or sorry, until August 1st. And then the price goes up to 50 bucks. So make sure to get that while it's less than $50. Um, Okay, so we're going to talk more about you actually sharing your unfair advantage stories. Now, I have included a couple real (laughs) heavy stories in my book that I didn't really think that I would ever share publicly, but they're in there. Uh, You'll be able to read them when the book comes out. Um, The point is when we don't share the things about our lives and about our circumstances that maybe we're a little bit embarrassed about. Maybe we feel like we're kind of a weirdo. Maybe something happened to us. Um, You know, we want to be careful with sharing these stories. We want to make sure we're not throwing anyone else under the bus. But at the same time, my motto is ask for forgiveness, not permission. Um, But, you know, use that uh, with caution. So sharing the things that have happened to you, the, the times that have been harder is important. And for me, um, when I attach a selfie of myself to a post, so, I, so on Instagram, right? And I'm like, hmm, what am I going to post today? Well, I was just reflecting on how thankful I am that I was broke for five years because the challenges that I faced and the things I had to learn how to do, I wouldn't have that knowledge had I not went through that really hard time. So that's going through my mind. So I snap a selfie of myself sitting next to my computer or sitting out in the grass with my dog. And I post that story. I type up a little bit of that story or even better next level of sharing your unfair advantage or utilizing your unfair advantage is propping my phone up against a glass of water at eye level when I'm sitting out on the lawn with a dog. Maybe I've got a little coffee table or a chair beside me. I got that glass of water there. I got my phone there and I turn on the video feature of my camera and I and I sit there and I talk and I look at the camera sometimes and sometimes I throw the ball for my dog and I talk about that story I share that story in a video and then I post it these are the kind of things that are going to take your Instagram followers um, the number of Instagram followers that you have to the next level it's going to change the vibe um, amongst your Instagram followers because what's going to happen is you're going to strike a nerve with some of them and they're going to start commenting below pictures and videos like that because they're going to read and be like, wow, I've never heard anyone share it like that. Or I love that we have that in common. Um, You know, I think you're so much cooler now or whatever. And the other thing is you're not going to know, uh, you're not going to have proof of what's going on in your community when you share things like that, but you are going to get a sense that you're going deeper with them. And that means you're becoming more relatable and you're doing a better job of serving them by being more of a real human and you're showing them that you care. Now, this is the other thing that I'm talking a little bit about my book and I want to touch on it right now, because when it comes to sharing your super clear message on Instagram, you need to remember that people do actually care what you were up to on the weekend. And that might sound funny, right? It might sound very self-centered to post pictures and videos of what you were up to on the weekend on your business Instagram profile. You may think, oh, well, that just makes it look like I think I'm such a big deal because I was, you know, camping in this really, really beautiful spot all weekend, or I was at a fancy resort all weekend and I don't want to be braggy. No, your audience is following you because they want to stay connected to you, not just to the sales that you have on your products and services, not just to the tips that you post about how to do a great job of cleaning their house or how to do a quick updo or how to 
get their baby to sleep at night. No, they're there also because they care about you and they want to see what you're up to. And they're going to be they're going to be leaning in more to listen to your advice and to learn from you if they feel like they know you as a friend. Okay? So that's all I have for today, but I do have some bonus content that I'm adding on to the end of today's episode. So just this morning, I did my uh, bi-weekly meeting with one of my femme authors. So I'm helping a couple girls get their books done. Uh, we're, they're on a six-month track. They're coming up on the halfway point. They're going to have their books done by, I think, about the end of November. So her name is Noreen Music. Many of you know her. Um, she is writing a book about productivity and how to get more done in less time and just basically how to be a badass boss babe and really just remove the distractions and the clutter. So I interviewed her this morning about where she's at with the book writing process because she's been struggling with it and she shared why she was struggling and why she's kind of broke through a barrier recently. So keep listening, a little bonus content for you, especially for those of you who are curious about writing your own book. Stay tuned. And then I'm going to be back again next week with some more powerful, tactical to-dos for you so that you can keep sharing your super clear message on Instagram or so you can start sharing your super clear message on Instagram. All right, let's go over and hear from Noreen. For anyone watching this who's curious about what is hard about writing a book, The hardest part so far has been getting clear on what is that, like the message I want to convey. Mm. Um, The other thing that's been hard is I have so much that I want to share and so much that I want to, um, to give to people in my book that I found that when I was laying out the initial sort of structure framework, it was huge. So paring that down. So gaining that clarity on exactly what is my message and who am I communicating it to? And if somebody picked up my book and read it in a weekend, what's the one thing that they would get out of it? So working on that clarity and really paring down my ideas Um, so that it was super laser focused. That has been the hardest part Mm -hmm. for me. Once, um, that, that is now clearer, the writing part is easy. Finding Mm -hmm. the time to write is easy. Mm -hmm. Um, it's, it's sort of sketching it all out and laying the foundation Mm -hmm. and getting super clear. That's been the hardest part. Okay. And so you've overcome that challenge for the most part. And I mean, I'm not saying it's a once and done thing. We kind of have to keep refocusing as we write, but is there something specific you've written down that you plan to kind of read when you feel like that again, when you feel a little cloudy, cloudy, when you feel like your head's cluttered and you're not clear, like, is there something like a mantra that you've come up with? Like, I know you said to me earlier, I'm working backwards. I decided I need to focus on her, on the fempreneur and what, what, impact she's felt after reading my book and then I have to get her there yeah exactly so um I I really let go of the fact that I feel like um it's almost like writing is not the most important part um it's like being super clear on what's the one thing that I want her to get out of this book who is it that I'm serving how best can I give her this information um, 
in a really clear, concise, compelling kind of way. And thinking, okay, well, what problem does my book solve in a, in a weekend for her? Mm-hmm. And, and then working backwards. So creating that vision, creating that ultimate end goal and yeah, working backwards. And that writing a book is for me has been all about that upfront work, that beginning work, Yeah, you know, sketching out the, the path and the foundation because the writing for me is easy. I am a natural born writer, but if I'm unclear as to what I'm writing about, and it's a different style of writing, like for me, journaling or just writing normally um, comes quite easily with, a, you know, a lot of flow and ease. But if I'm not clear about what I'm writing about, that's where the struggle's been. So, yeah, putting that upfront energy into what does the end look like? What do I want my reader to get out of it? Um, once she's read the book in a weekend or a week, that has been super helpful. And that's what I keep coming back to because my natural tendency is to give everything and to just, you know, put everything but the kitchen sink into the book. And I want to avoid that, what I call the thud factor, you know, where you drop this big book down on the table and it gives a big thud. Right. Uh, Tim Ferriss, we love you, but we're not trying to create one of these here. No, no. It's, it's a weapon. Way. If someone yeah. breaks in right now, I'll throw that book at them and they'll be dead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I want it to be easy to read and uh, and yet really inspirational and that, you know, the the – the the fempreneur will really get some good meaty things yeah. that, that she can take action on right away. Yeah. So we haven't talked about this yet, but I think it's really important because this is, again, I was saying too, is something Carrie realized too when she was writing her book. And it's that you have probably 27 books in your head. Yeah. So tell us how you've worked through that process and how you've decided to kind of categorize your future books so you don't try to dump it all into this one. So I first started with all the chapters and all the content and, and the list of chapters just was growing and growing and I had it in sections and, and, and then, then I looked at that and I thought, oh my gosh, like the type of client that I have or the woman that I'm trying to serve, she doesn't have time for this. She doesn't have time to read this big, massive book. It's going to be intimidating, overwhelming. I'm actually trying to reduce overwhelm and so um I needed to go through that process though of writing all my ideas down it was like just squeezing my brain of all the different ideas that I had of what I could put in a book and then saw the enormity of it and thought okay now I need to really get clear on what on what I want this one book to accomplish Mm. one thing that if she walked away um, what would she, what would she get? And then that's when I, the paring down started to happen. And I slid those other things into my idea parking lot. Mm-hmm. And then I, I thought, I definitely have, I definitely have multiple, multiple books. And, you know, I thought, well, I think it's better to go deeper on this subject yeah. than five. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's kind of the process that I've been going through. Cool. Thanks for sharing all of that. Everybody, yeah. 
Follow Noreen at Organize My Space Calgary. Cheer her on. She's writing a book, you guys. This is crazy. <laughs> um, it's kind of crazy, but not so crazy the more you do it. Um, but yeah, and if you have any questions, if you're an aspiring author, um, shoot her a message. She may not have time to get to it right away, but shoot her a message, stay connected with her. And um, yeah, I just want to give you a huge high five. It's been really fun to have the opportunity to work with you on this and to see the progression that you've undergone. And like, this book is going to be so powerful and change so many lives. So thank you for doing the hard work to get it done. Yeah, thank you. Awesome.